Hello, everybody, and welcome to the very first episode of East Asian Sociology. I'm Dean Netzler. Today, I'm taking inspiration from a book written by Anne Allison titled Precarious Japan. Using this lens, I will examine the status of the Japanese household, in particular, the rise in domestic violence and child abuse during COVID-19. Japan's overall crime rate has been on a downward trend, but its rate of domestic violence and child abuse has been setting record highs. I believe the attempt to stave off further infections through isolation, while successful in the medical context, has and will create infestations of domestic violence, child abuse, and familial violence. Precarious Japan discusses trials facing Japan in post-war post Japan up through post-311, or the earthquake and tsunami. Allison touches on a range of topics from economics, hikikomori, to familial murder. She portrays Japan in a very negative light and does not provide much hope for the future. When describing her book, she states, these are stories from the everyday where death stalks daily life. She states that instead of an exhaustive account, she is more interested in entering the pain, messy, murky, and meandering as it may be, and touching the circumstances, the conditions, and the everyday effects and effects of how precarity gets lived. The book does do a great job of arguing the point that Japan is living a precarious existence. Her stories are from not only encounters, conversations, interviews, or events that she was party to, but also news accounts, books, movies, television specials, manga, and anime, and stories passed on from others. In this vein, I decided to research crime reports and news stories from Japan in the past year. I found that the messiness, murkiness, and meandering has not cleared up. In fact, Japanese homes are experiencing record-breaking numbers of domestic violence and child abuse cases. One headline from Japan Times in 2018 states, Japan's crime rate hits post-war low, but child abuse, domestic violence, and offenses by elderly are on the rise. These reports come from ministry officials who show the number of child abuse cases have been on the rise since 2014. While the overall crime rate being down is something for the Japanese to celebrate, the number of domestic violence cases are nearly 12 times higher than in 1989. Unfortunately, the numbers did not get better for 2019. Domestic violence cases reached a record high and this is the 16th consecutive year of increases. The ministry reports child abuse cases hitting a record high of more than 194,000. This was an increase of nearly 34,000 cases. These trends show an increase in crimes perpetrated on family rather than anonymous crimes. This shows a change in the family dynamic from familial piety to familial violence. According to Japan Times, the ministry plans to continue calling on local governments to boost community-wide efforts to look out for children in need of support. 
as the risk of child abuse could increase amid the trend to stay home due to the novel coronavirus crisis. The stories of domestic violence and child abuse flood Japanese news sites. In the last month, I was able to find 20 cases of familial violence, domestic abuse, and child abuse that are noteworthy. Within this period, Japan Today only reported on 46 total cases of violence, making almost half being familial violence or abuse. The overwhelming majority of violent crime reports were domestic. I believe the added stress of the coronavirus has played a role in igniting this violence. The following cases pulled from Japan Today's crime reports are examples of domestic violence from the past month. Case 1. A man was strangled to death by his wife. He suffered from dementia and she claimed she was stressed out. He was 82 years old and she was 77. Case 2. A young man stabbed his sleeping brother and sister and then committed suicide. All three lived together in the family home and the two victims survived. Case 3. A 23-year-old man beats his living three-year-old stepson to death after boy refused to go to sleep. Case 4. An ex-wife stabbed her ex-husband in the neck while he was sleeping. They were still living together after divorcing only a few days prior. Case 5. A 37-year-old man grabbed his junior high age stepdaughter by her hair and drug her through the apartment. Case 6. A 25-year-old mom is facing charges of child abuse after burning her 3-year-old son with a hair iron. Case 7. A 22-year-old male murdered his 25-year-old brother in their home with a hammer. Case 8. A 32-year-old mother killed her 4-year-old son and 2-year-old daughter. She then committed suicide. Case 9. A 25-year-old man kills a 33-year-old female who was his roommate. Case 10. An 18-year-old woman confessed to murdering her 9-month-old son. Case 11. A 22-year-old woman was arrested for killing her 9-day-old son. Case 12, a 45-year-old woman was arrested for killing her 47-year-old husband at their house. She supposedly strangled her husband and then called his work, claiming he was ill. Case 13, a woman in her 20s fatally stabbed a man in his 30s in their apartment. Case 14, 35-year-old mother arrested for murder after she threw her newborn daughter into an irrigation canal. Case 15, a 51-year-old man who was unemployed stabbed to death his 51-year-old wife and his 80-year-old mother-in-law and also attempted to kill his son. Case 16, a 28-year-old father kills his one-month-old daughter, slamming her head against the door and punching her in the stomach. Case 17, a mother stabbed to death her 7-year-old daughter and 4-year-old son and then committed suicide. Case 18. A man was arrested for attempted murder after setting his common-law wife on fire. Case 19. A 16-year-old boy kills his aunt and then committed suicide. The two lived together in the boy's father's 
home. Case 20. A 58-year-old man kills his ailing 86-year-old mother. Japanese have not been satisfied with their interpersonal relationships. If they were, then maid cafes and cat cafes would not be such an attraction. The patrons of these establishments are looking for non-judgmental interactions that are easy and carefree. The customers are able to look after their own needs, to forget about the needs of others and their responsibilities, and to be a little selfish. With current conditions, opportunities to blow off steam in a pachinko parlor, to cuddle a kitten, or to ogle at your favorite cosplay server are fewer and far between. In a perfect world or on TV and social media, this is an opportunity to bolster the home and its relationships. Unfortunately, this is not accurate. Businesses have closed, people have been laid off, people are lining up at food banks. This is causing disparity felt throughout Japan and worldwide. The health of the home during COVID-19 has been a major concern. Cesar Chalala, an international public health consultant, has been detailing the consequences. He says, one of the most neglected consequences of the rapidly evolving COVID-19 is the increasing violence against women of all ages. The United Nations has called this violence the shadow pandemic. The United Nations Secretary General also said many women under lockdown for COVID-19 face violence where they should be safest in their own homes. COVID has sequestered Japanese families indoors in situations they are unaccustomed and without the usual emotional outlets like cat cafes and pachinko parlors. While the trend of in-home violence was on the rise before the pandemic, there will be a major spike in cases and cases contributing isolation and lockdown as an excuse for in-home violence and abuse.